Are you ready to be in the spotlight? Are you ready to share your story with the world? Well, Snails with No Shells is where you need to be. Available on all digital platforms, Facebook, and YouTube. Snails with No Shells. Leave that shell at the door. Where did we go wrong? We were doing so Greetings, beautiful ones. I am Ms. BJ Martin, and this is Snails with No Shells. Leave that shell at the door. That's my only rule. Relax, be comfortable in your own skin. You don't need your shell all the time. All right, all right, let's get into it. I want to bring, this is a beautiful, amazing guest, and she is so full of just a wealth of knowledge. I'm, all, I'm okay, I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to bring her on in. <laughs> Greetings. Thank you, Yolanda K. Churchwell. Awesome. Awesome. How are you? I am doing good. How are you today? I am great. I am great. Oh, thank you for joining Snails and No Shells. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We're going to get right into it. I'm so excited. I'm waiting for this day <laughs> for the longest. <laughs> All right. Let me introduce you to the audience. This is Yolanda K. Churchwell. She is a best-selling author, a speaker, and the founder of the Business Assistance Group, LLC, The Bag. And you know what bag she's talking about. <laughs> she used her professional skill set to create a company that helps female entrepreneurs take the hassle out of their hustle so they can make more money and have more free time. She provides coaching and support to service-based businesses to structure their operations for maximum profitability. Oh my gosh, and she's a system solutionist. She partners with entrepreneurs to create standard operating procedures. Who I could go on, y'all. I'm gonna post it. Y'all read it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you, what the knowledge? We haven't even started yet. <laughs> all right, all right. So Yolanda, where were you born and raised? I was born and raised in a little bitty place called Sandusky, Ohio. Mm -hmm. They should just rename it Cedar Point, home yep. of <laughs> <laughs> yes. I yes, yes, yes. So, well, I'm from Cincinnati, so. Okay. Yes, yes, Ohio natives. <laughs> I lived in um, Mason, 
um, when back in 2005 through 2007. So I, I've been down there. Okay, okay. And yes, yeah. I remember as a kid going to Cedar Point. Oh my gosh, you used to have so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a wasted resource on me because I don't, my feet do not leave the ground. I'm no. the person who stands down there to holds people's stuff. I am the budgeter. I know how much <laughs> money we have, um, where we're going to eat at. I actually created a system. Like back then, I was creating systems because we would get our season passes and it was still safe. You know, you could send your kids places. And yes. so it would be a group of us, like six to eight. And so I didn't ride anything, but I would give everybody a freezer bag. And there was a ride at the front of the park called the Demon Drop. And you went up and then you came over and it came down real fast. But when it came down, it swooped. So if you had any change in your pockets, the change fell out. So I would figure out how to get one person in each one of the cars and I would give them a freezer bag. It was their job with sandwich bag. It was their job to collect the change off the floor of the car on the way up and then seal their bag. And then everybody gave me back their bags and I would count the money up and decide how many games we could play, where we could eat. Our parents didn't even have to give us allowance. I've been doing systems a long time. Before it was a word for it, you was already before, before, it. Mm -mm, Jesus already it was already in me. Wow, wow, yeah. that is amazing. <laughs> yeah, everything putting the money that's what I'm talking about. Ooh, born with it. Sometimes you're just born with those gifts. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so what was it like growing up in Sandusky? It's a lot of fun, it's a great place to raise kids. Um Everybody know everybody. Um, I come from big family on both sides. Mm -hmm. So it was just a lot, a lot of fun. And then I left to get a career, go to school, get my career and stuff. I came back um, and I'm here now. My parents are getting a little bit older and it's a great place to live. It also, the cost of living is low so I can travel and go how I want to go. Um, mm -hmm. And I can still be here to do those day-to-day -day things with my parents if I so choose. Um, so it's a lot of fun. I love it. Okay, uh, and um, um, just for a pause for the call, that that face, that makeup is beach. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want to thank my makeup artist, Miss Danny Nicole, because yes. I called her yesterday and she was like, "Yes, I can get you in." And she worked it this. She worked it this morning. I got to give it to her. Yes. Yes. Yes, I love it. So we're gonna put that out there right yes. now. Yes, yes. We, we acknowledge our beautiful sisters, and then when they looking good, I'm gonna say something about Why, it. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> okay, so uh, what did you want to be when you grew up? Well, I thought I wanted to be a teacher, and my mother told me I couldn't. She said, um, I like luxuries, and my mother's a retired teacher. She said, No, you like luxuries, um, that would have to be your side job because you like too many nice things and you wouldn't be able to get them being a teacher plus you believe in spanking kids and you can't spank other people <laughs> uh -huh. so, so i said mm, okay then all right so at that point in time i wasn't sure what i was going to do um i like computers and so i said okay i'll do something with computers um and that's where it's it started but it is it's gone a couple of different ways Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you still, so you said you wanted to be a teacher. Sounds like yes, you, she told me sound that. like you still in that lane. Yeah, you but I'm. A, I now know I would be like a college professor. Like in it, yeah, it would be a little bit further up. <laughs> I can't no, deal with them little them little kids. No, no, because I fight kids. I fight them. 
I'm not that one to say, oh, nope. I mm-hmm. fight them. Mm-hmm. So it's no, that wasn't. I would have lost. My, I would went to school, spent all that money, and then lost my job, and so it wouldn't have worked. So yeah, yeah. I feel you. I do. I do. I, I do. I honestly do. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you want to? Uh, what did you uh, go to school? What did you want to want to school for? You said you wanted to be. The I was going to school for. I wanted. I went for computers, okay. but. At the time, you know, if you look at marketing and you look at the world, you know that when the economy dips, computers and marketing are the first two things that people cut out their budget. So I combined my computer degree with an accounting degree because let's face it, everybody needs somebody to count their money. If you don't have no money, you need somebody to count it and tell you what you came for. If you got some, you need somebody to count it to help you keep it. And if you got a whole bunch of it, you need to figure out clearly, as we have learned, how not to spend it and how to make it make more money. So I combined my accounting and my computer degrees. And then I went on and got my MBA um, with a specialization in management information systems. And I'm a licensed CPA. Wow. Hmm. And we should have known you're talking about plastic bags and money and all that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Accounting. Yes. That was coming handy. That was definitely, you've been on your path. Yeah, yeah, that counting. Yeah, that's that started way early. And I don't I didn't even know um, my mother's father was 57 when she was born. And um, so my grandfather, by the time I got here, he was 75 and he was the little neighborhood loan shark. I didn't know then if that was a crime. I didn't know. So I went to kindergarten and shared it. And my mom was like, you can't tell people that. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, but when the little ladies would come in to borrow twenty dollars from him, he would say, he would look at me and he would say, well, how much you got to bring back? If I could calculate the 10 cent on the dollar, then they could get their $20. But if I couldn't, then they didn't. So I learned, yeah, I learned multiplication before I learned adding and subtracting. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, so I take counting serious. Mm-hmm. Yes. So have you, have you ever had like a, a, a regular job like McDonald's? Yes. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. I worked at McDonald's for two weeks. Um, <laughs> Wait, for two weeks in college. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. about it. Yeah, because they were they had me closing, and so I wasn't getting off till one or two o'clock in the morning. And my dad called, and he's like, "What are, What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm working at McDonald's." He's like, "What time you go in? What time you get off?" And I told him, and he was like, "How much they paying you?" And I told him, you know, and he said, "Hmm." I didn't send you to college to work at McDonald's. I sent you to college to learn something. So I can send you that check a week. You tell them people you're not coming back. And I said, okay, you want me to put in my two weeks? He said, no. Call them and tell them you're not coming back. You're going to study tonight. So, yeah, I worked at McDonald's for two weeks. Two weeks. Wow, that's interesting. Not, not saying it's wrong for people working at McDonald's. My daddy right. just said that ain't what he sent me to college for. I was not right. getting a degree at McDonald's. Yeah. Right, right. And I, and I don't want to upset nobody because I love my right. cheeseburgers no. and french fries. Right, right, right. And th- that's interesting, you know, um, to hear like having a supportive father like that mm-hmm. in your corner. Because I don't, I, I don't, and I know we have some amazing dads out there and we don't see that enough in the media. Uh, mm-hmm. The dads that are, that are in their children's lives and dads that are still with their wives or dads that are, if they're not with their wives, they are still active in their children's lives. So we don't see that a lot. So mm-hmm. to hear that, you know, you had a dad that was, uh, that had to be a different kind of experience. That may be, you know, that I know that probably was helpful in just your, you know, you, um, 
coming into you and being mm -hmm. who you are. You know what I'm saying? Yes, because my dad is a minister, but at the same time, he's a man and a father first. And uh -huh. so everything he tells us isn't quite biblical. Um, <laughs> but, but it work out. It works out. It works. Everything yes. works together for the glory of both. Right. But right. no, he no because one of the biggest lessons that my father two well actually it's two lessons my dad taught us early on. People say they're gonna be there through thick and thin, but when stuff get thick, folks get thin. That's the mm -hmm. one thing you can count on. So mm -hmm. you need to have a relationship with God because that's the only person gonna be there in the midnight hour. Even him and my mom can't be there for us in the middle of the night you live across the country or whatever. So that's the first lesson that he taught that sticks with me from day to day. Mm -hmm. And the second is in my junior year, I got tired and I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go back. I didn't want to mm -hmm. go back and do my senior year of college. What school? What, what college did you go to? I went to Wright State in Dayton, Ohio. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he's, and so he told me, he wrote me a letter and I still have that letter to this day. Um, and I found it recently and I put it up. But he wrote me a letter and he said, why do you want to leave school? Is it to be with your friends? Because you have to realize you and your friends are on different paths. Mm -hmm. You have some friends who it seems like they're doing things that you want and working a job. That's because you chose different career paths. Mm -hmm. It's not your season for that. You have other friends that every time you come home, you have no problem finding them. I guarantee you in 20 years, those, self, those same friends, you won't have any trouble finding. So now is where you have to decide, are you gonna stay in school so you can get that season where you're able to do all the things you wanna do, or are you gonna come home and continue to stay where you are and be able to be found with those same group of friends 20 years from now? Wow. I'll never forget that. And then him and my mom sick my godmother on me. And needless to say, not only did I finish, but I kept going and got my mask. <laughs> it takes a village. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I yeah. love that. I love that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That yeah, that letter that changed changed your life. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is amazing. It's, it's a it's a different it's it's different. I mean, you know, ladies and gentlemen, it's a different environment. You know, honestly, when you have both parents that are that are there that are supportive, mm -hmm. I have heard a two parent home doesn't mean if you come from a one parent home that you're any less or any um any better or worse off than anybody. Because I have heard of people having two parent homes, or neither one of the parents are really that great of you know parents. So yeah, and my parents are divorced. They've been divorced mm -hmm. since I was twelve. But mm -hmm. they have co-parenting. They need to teach a class on it. Mm -hmm. They have co-parenting down. They co-parent. They co-grandparent. We mm -hmm. do whatever we have to do for our immediate family. Um, I, I, there's never I can't call. Mm -hmm. Never. If something happens to my mom ever since then, if my mom goes to the hospital, she's a doctor, I call my dad. And I'm like, dad, he's like Johnny on the spot. Mm -hmm. My dad going through something. I call my mom. She, they, they are friends. And they are parents first. Yes. It's, see, so, I love yeah. that it's possible. We can we can do yes. this. We can we can have different, you know, the, uh, I call it extended families, you mm -hmm. know, and still be one family. Mm -hmm. It's possible. And now you're telling me because I, I know it. I, I don't I haven't seen it. You know, I hadn't seen it. No, I'm, I'm telling you right now, like yes. literally at this age, mm -hmm. my sister and I are 46. And 42 mm -hmm. and we had something as a family we just went through last july me my mom and my dad anted up went to my sisters we was there for three weeks we did what we needed to do as a family 
And then we came back home. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I knew it. I, I knew in my heart, I'm like, this has to exist. This this has mm -hmm. to be real. This, you know, and especially with us, with our our people, our community, yeah. that, that we it is possible for us to do the same thing. And I have to, I would be remiss if I didn't say my father is remarried. Mm -hmm. And his wife said, I understand. Do what y'all gotta do. Right. And it is what it is. Everybody gotta be grown. That's right. That's right. Yeah, That's everybody right. got to be grown. And what's That's the goal? Right. So. right. And it's all it's all about the what's best for the kids. Yeah. That's the thing. A lot of times, I guess the issues come with the parents. They're still immature, want to keep mm -hmm. secrets, want to do all that silly stuff. But it, it's and I love it. I love to hear it because I know I'm like, I know this exists. And you are telling me today. Yes, that, <laughs> yes it, that we can do this. We yes, can do we this. can. We as a people. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. It's just a decision. It's a mindset. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. It's a mindset. All this is a mindset. Now let's get mm -hmm. into this mindset. The bag. You've been the bag. You've been the bag since a baby. <laughs> so yes. Okay, so let's let's get into this. I uh I did want to ask you a question because I didn't uh I didn't know about the uh, best-selling author. You didn't hadn't said anything to me about uh your, the book that you have? Yes, I'm part of an anthology with yes. um, Pastor Paulette Harper. If you're considering doing an anthology, she is the best person to do it with because not only do you get to be a part of the book, but she coaches you and the visibility that you get as a result of it. Like I'm still, the book came out last November. I'm still doing some follow-up interviews. I'm still working on some things that came as a result of that anthology. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, Pastor Paulette Harper, she's awesome. But okay. yes, we did a um, anthology. It's called For Such a Time as This. It's based out of the book of Esther in the Bible in that, you know, Esther had to make a decision. You know, you've gone through all these things in your life and they brought you to this point. What are you going to do at this point? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so I just felt like that resonated within me. And so I joined the project and, and it's been a wonderful experience. And we are on day one. We were a nine time bestseller on uh, Amazon, nine different categories. On day what? One. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. And I don't even I don't know. I just know on day one, that's what the numbers were. Yes. Wow, that is awesome. And well, when I say uh, we talk about anthologies on Snails with No Shells all the time, and I'm like, if you get the opportunity to be a part mm -hmm. of one, go for it. You know, yes. go for it. You don't have to be the best writer or have to even really know how to write because, like you said, Pastor, Pastor Parlette, thank you. She's been on the show already. I interviewed her already. It's okay. Amazing. Um, her energy and her, I just he, love her. An, the anointing is on yes. her like you just yes. feel the safeness this trust with her like yes yes yeah, she she is yes definitely beautiful spirit absolutely mm -hmm. and you like you said you have certain people in, that are that coach you through the process you don't mm -hmm. even have to have experience just the right coach right mm -hmm. the right team and you're gonna you're gonna put out something amazing Yes. Oh, yes. I love that. Okay. Well, congratulations. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Everybody's connected. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes. All right. So now let's get into your um, your business, your the, mm -hmm. the, the business assistance group, ladies and gentlemen, the business yes. assistance group, LLC. 
the bag. Okay, so how did you get started with that? Oh my gosh. So it's so crazy because I actually was looking for something to do. I've always been somebody who I'm a serial entrepreneur. Okay. But I felt like in the past, whatever I had done, I kind of got tired of. And so I was praying for my purpose. God, why did you put me here? What is it that you want me to do? And so I thought it was being a virtual assistant. I'm not going to tell you no story. I thought I was going to be a virtual assistant and dabble in consulting. And so I had a name, had registered with the state, been through the coaching program, everything. But I didn't like it. Mm. I didn't like it. I mm. People was coming and I'm like, oh, I'm full. I wasn't full. I just didn't like it. Mm -hmm. And so I said, okay, something don't feel right. So I went to sleep and I'm praying on it. And don't don't pray and then go to sleep. I'm just going to tell you right now, unless you got a pad by your bed, because God will wake you up. And he woke me up over a couple weeks time period. And every day I got something different. He gave me the business name, the business assistance group. He gave me the tagline. My clients get the bag to help them secure their bag. He gave me the purpose. He gave me everything. I, I take no credit for it at all. And when mm -hmm. I sat down and I took all of the post-its and all of the little things that I had jotted down, because I'm, I'm, I get slangry. Some people get hangry. They get hungry. They get mean. Mm -hmm. if you mess with them. Okay. I'm sleep. Don't, don't mess with my sleep. <laughs> no. And so I'm like, okay, Jesus, I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna write it down, but I'm gonna need you to let me go right back to sleep because we can't. So I'm right. grateful. Let me just first say thank you, Lord, because he let me write it down and go back to sleep. So I got all of my stuff together after about a month and I looked at it and I could see where everything that I've learned in life culminates into this thing that right here, mm -hmm. into being the system solutionist. Everything mm -hmm. culminates into this one thing. Wow. And I can talk about it. I can do it. Um, I, recently, I've added on to my team because I refuse to say I don't have the bandwidth. Like, nope, hold on. Let me go get somebody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, no, I love it. And I, I, I honestly believe the way that I prayed and fasted, this is the thing that I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. She said, don't pray and go to sleep, y'all. Yeah, don't, no, no, no. <laughs> not without, like, you can pray. And you can go to sleep, but make sure you got that pad because I'm telling you, if not, you're going to be up in the middle of the night looking for your ink pen or have that bright phone light on trying to type something in that phone. So just have right. that pad. Some of them, I didn't know what the note said. He had to wake me up two times to get mm -hmm. that part, but I got it. All right. So we're going to set that intention. We're going to set those intentions. Yes. You're going to have your pad and your pad because you know the answer is coming. <laughs> yes. And I keep, I keep, I keep it there. And I think because sometimes, you know, God has to get us where we're still. Yes. And when you go, 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 like I was go, 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 going, that's mm -hmm. the only time he could catch me. Mm -hmm. He could catch me in the shower and he could catch me at night. Now I'm wise enough to know sometimes to just be still mm -hmm. and say, God, this is your time. If it's something you want to impart into me, I am being still. I am listening. I am an open vessel. But I didn't know that then. And so he had to catch me when he could and sleep was a good time because I wasn't on the go. Wow. I love that. So be still and know. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. Yes. And that is so that is so true. That is. You just sit down long enough. I love that. I love that. Okay. So let's get into it. Explain your uh your business. Okay. So what so basically we've all heard the statistic that eight out of 10 businesses fail. 
But the part people don't understand is that most of those businesses fail between years two and five. It's not getting started. It's not having a talent. It's not having a product or a service. It's being able to handle the demand when you start to grow. And I, I, it's not something that I heard. It's something that happened to me. Mm-hmm. I had a retail clothing store. It's called the Harris Look. I named it after my grandfather. It seemed to me like it was an overnight success. I had women and men's dress clothes for plus size for women, big and tall for men. I had a brick and mortar. I had online. I did vendor events, private sales, personal shopping, all the works. And it was just growing so fast. But one of the things that I do when I help a woman pick out an outfit is we start with a strong foundation. Mm-hmm. Because what I want is for you, you to wear the clothes and them to compliment you, not for the clothes to just, you know, be hanging off. So we start with that girdle. We start with that foundation. And then that way your shine, your curves can shine through and you feel as pretty on the inside as you do on the outside. Mm-hmm. Well, my business didn't have a girdle. Mm. It looked good from the outside, but when you got up close, customer service was lacking sometimes because I was tired. Um, my sales taxes was late and the penalties and fees was more than the taxes sometimes. And when you count like I count, that there's no excuse for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't keep up with my orders and deliveries because I'm the type of person when I go shopping, I'm that person that you hate. Because you say, girl, where you got that? And I say, I don't remember. No, I'm good and doggone well, I remember. But I don't like people to look like me. I like to look different. I like to be me. And so that's what I did for my clients. I never ordered more than two of the same thing. And even if I ordered two, they were in different colors or different patterns. Okay. And so that requires a lot. And so at the end of the day, I was frustrated. I was tired. I was overwhelmed. And I couldn't figure out what was going wrong. And so after I made the decision to close the store, I sat down. That's when I actually did start praying. That's when it all started. And I asked God, why did it fail? Because looking at my bank account, it didn't fail. Mm -hmm. And it was because I had things in place for if this didn't work or if that didn't work. But I didn't have a plan in place to succeed. If it does work. Mm. And so that's literally what I do is I help people to create a plan so they can succeed. Because people think the worst thing is to go out of business because you don't have business. No, the worst thing to go out of business because you can't support the business you have. Mm -hmm. And I know it because I lived it. And so as I was praying on it and looking at the situation, and that's when I'm like, okay, wait a minute. That's what I do. Like my sister's husband, my bro- I call him my brother, not my brother-in-law, but he gives everybody, he gave everybody a name when he met him in our family. And he called me the coordinator. He from down south. So not the coordinator, the coordinator. <laughs> it's because that's what I do. I come in and I get stuff in order. I get stuff in place. And realistically, that's what I do. I come in and I help you to organize your business, to get it flowing so that you create that foundation so that you can, you can grow you can succeed and your business can support that growth and success. If you're going to fall, if you're going to fail, it's not for lack of having a strong support base. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what I do. Wow. And that, that, you know what? And you have, you have said a mouthful because people, I have heard the people that they plan, plan to fail. Mm-hmm. You have a backup plan for everything, but do you have a plan 
if you should have success. And my new thing is the only thing that's going to cause me to stumble is if I get picked to be one of Oprah's favorite things. Not if, when. I'm sorry. Let me correct myself because it's going to happen. <laughs> I'm claiming it. It's going to happen. Oprah is going to pick the bag one day to be one of her favorite things. And I say that that's the only thing because whether it was a mom and pop popcorn shop or Ford Motor Company, when Oprah picked you, her following is such that you can't meet the demand. That's the only thing I want to cause me to stumble and be like, okay, I got to go over here and regroup. It's because right. Oprah picked. But other than that, no, I'm cool. I'm ready. Let's go. What are we doing? I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Mm. <laughs> Wow, that that and that, that's amazing. That is because you hear about businesses failing, and and now I'm thinking about it like it might have had something that could have been just like mm -hmm. you said. They may have um, been doing well, but they didn't have a plan for the success. Yeah, the growth. Because especially mm -hmm. a lot of us are solopreneurs, so that means you're doing everything. Yes, and you don't have the time nor sometimes the resources to build a team. But there's ways that you can do what you need to do. You can create processes. You can create automations and put systems in place so that it will allow you, even as a one machine team, mm -hmm. but I'm telling you, once you put, the thing is, once you put those systems and processes in place, the team will come. Mm. Okay, if you build it, it will come. Okay. Because what happens is, when you put that stuff in place, it's a springboard okay. for your business to grow. And so then you do have even more growth and you can now afford to hire a team. And the thing is, because you've taken the time to get the systems and processes in place, it's easier to train your team and to move as a team. Mm -hmm. So that's what I do. I come in and help you create your processes. I help you build your systems and I help you to build your team. You sound like you, uh, I don't see that on here. Coaching, a business coach. <laughs> I don't see it. <laughs> you might need to put that in your bio. Uh, business coach, leadership. Uh, you teach leadership skills, ability, because you, you know, takes a great leader, you know. I'm, I'm just saying, you need to put that in your bio. <laughs> you know, I don't think you have to, I personally, this is my belief, don't think that you have to have, you know, certifications all the time for certain things. When you when you got it, you got it, you know, and if you, mm -hmm. and especially when you have the experience in it, I think if you know what you're doing, hey. But think it. about it, BJ, nobody has certifications in the Bible. Well, see, this is what happens. And you have to go to Luke. I think it's Luke chapter nine. Mm -hmm. It says that he called the disciples to him. Mm -hmm. So when they came, then he gave them what they needed to do. He wanted, he called them to him because he was going to send them out to heal the people. Once they came, then he gave them power and authority. See, God will call you to him. When he puts a desire in your heart, he will call you to him. When you accept that calling, then and only then will he give you what you need to do the job. He's not just going to be out here handing out stuff when you're not willing to do the work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so once you tell him, yes, I'm willing, then he's going to give you the qualifications that you need in order to do it. And my thing is, so many people say, and I hate this, I'm waiting on Jesus. I'm praying. It's a push. Pray until something happens. It also say faith without works is dead. Yes. Yes. And so while you push, pray until something happens, I need you to work what you know. Press. Mm -hmm. 
work mm-hmm. what you know, because the guy that I serve, he specializes in a multiplication factor. So when you're doing the little bit that you know how to do, he sprinkles that multiplication factor and it grows. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to be an accountant to know that any number times zero is zero. So he can't sprinkle that something on something and ain't nothing there and expect something to happen. Right. 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 So, mm. yep. Uh, 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 minister, Aunt Nisa Boyne. <laughs> That's that PK. That's that preacher kid. That PK, right. And I just had a guest on my show recently. There was a PK and I was saying how uh, PKs, I know, I know a few, but some of them went way to the left. You know, someone went way to the right and someone was just kind of like, right, you know, just the kids. Uh, we were talking about that. So, yeah, wow. my thing, this I tell people all the time, you know, people think because your father is a minister that you're either going to be all good or all bad. Mm-hmm. My daddy made a choice to walk with Jesus. I still got to figure it out on my own. Mm-hmm. And I love to tell people when they say, well, are you sure? Listen, no, I'm not sure I should be doing this. But you know what? I want to keep my dad in business. You know, I'm not going to count on the world to give him something to pray for. I'm going to always make sure that I give him something to pray for. So mm-hmm. sometimes I'm going to do some things I have no business, <laughs> but I'm keeping him in business. He got something to pray about. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yolanda, I love you, girl. <laughs> You're talking about being totally transparent. I love that. I love yeah. that. Wow. Oh man, I have loved, I have loved this time that we've shared. I knew I would. I knew I would. Okay, so this show has come to an end. Oh, um, I had so much fun. Yeah, me too. Me too. But we got it. We got it. We got to go because we got to get you. We got to get we, we need. I need you all to like, share, and subscribe this video. <laughs> <laughs> we need to share this information. There are some amazing people. Your neighbors right next door is doing some amazing things. You don't even know it. I call those my closetpreneurs. Okay. They come out the closet. They they probably making the best hamburger in, in, in the world. And you don't even know it. people are not, not talking about it, not sharing. So we have to help each other. If you, you know, if you don't want to buy or anything like that, the least you could do is just like, share, and subscribe. That's mm-hmm. it. That's that's support. That's support mm-hmm. as well. And we appreciate that. People that are entrepreneurs, solo uh, solopreneurs, we appreciate any little thing that you can do. We do. So Please like, share, and subscribe. Yolanda, tell us where we can find you. So you can go to get-the-bag.com and you can connect with me on all of my different social media platforms. Um, I am also having that site um, redone um, in the next week. And there you will also be able to find out the different ways that you can work with me. Um, But I just am at a point where I do what I do because it brings me joy. There's nothing like going in and somebody feels like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I'm frustrated. I'm overwhelmed. I'm tired. It's too much. I think I got to close my doors. And I say, give me 30 days. Hmm. And in 30 days, not only are they ready to do what they were doing before, but they're doing it even better. And so that's the type of joy that makes me sleep well at night. Don't get me wrong. I like money. I like the things that it can afford me to have, but I don't do what I do just for money. Because again, being an accountant, I know that numbers are infinite. If you do what you do only for money, you will always be running because numbers never end. Mm. So find something that brings you joy and, and, and do it for some reason that brings you something other than some money. But yes, you can find me at www. 
www.get-the-bag.com. Awesome. And I was going to say that you wanted to share a nugget. You just shared like 15 just now. <laughs> Um, I will, I will share this. Um, I was recently on a, on a call with one of my clients and, um, I was telling her that, um, having a system, having a back, cause it's a back end solution. Basically, it's basically what I do is allow you, I create something so that you can focus on your talent. You can focus on what it is you want to do and not the business of doing business. And so what I told her is you have to get you a system, a solution that will do what it do so that your business will do something new. You want to take your business to the next level. Mm -hmm. So you get a, a solution, a back-end solution that does what it does so that you can do what you want to do and your business can do something new. Mm. I love that. And that is, that is so necessary. Everybody, y'all need to reach out to your line because I know <laughs> There are so many creatives out here who just mm -hmm. that's all they want to do is create. And a lot of times, and that's their lane, mm -hmm. the other stuff, the numbers and all that, that, that might not be their strength. And that can mm -hmm. be, you know, that's so important because you the numbers and all the other stuff is, is important, but mm -hmm. you are so necessary to so many creatives. So all Thank of my you. creatives out there, yes, please just reach out to Yolanda K. Churchwell because we are on audio too. So, um, okay um yes and this and we are on we are on all digital platforms on audio apple Podcasts, spotify we're everywhere so you can if you just want to just ride and listen we are there um okay. subscribe to my um youtube channel it's miss bj martin you'll see this show as well snails with no shells um on facebook as well um bj martin so and i'm on instagram too ms underscore bj martin i'm everywhere you can dm me if you forget Yolanda's information, you can hit me up. I'll be glad to share because we we need her. Mm -hmm. And I want to say before I leave, the last nugget I want to drop is that the beautiful commercial, if you're watching this, the beautiful commercial that you saw beforehand, Miss BJ did that for me. Um, she and I happen to both be contributing writers to Own It magazine. Thank you. And yes, girl, we writing and working. We working and writing. And um, she created that commercial for me, and I so appreciate it. And so if you have a need for something like that, please reach out to her as well. Thank you so much. Thank you. I am full of gratitude and always honored. And thank you to, to the Own It platform. Yes. Love you, Marissa. Thank you, Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again for tuning in. Thank you so much for being my guest, Yolanda. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes. And thank before we go, I would like to say remember, just like the sun, you are necessary. All right now.